welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is episode number 101. Uh, this week on the show, I had an awesome conversation with Cole Rowland. Um, maybe not super familiar name to a lot of people. Uh, been in the scene, you know, doing music, doing covers, uh, exposing people to these reimagined versions of songs um, through YouTube and, and Spotify and streaming all that. Uh, but also starting to venture into kind of this solo songwriter experiment, I guess is the word that I want to use for it. Um, because he is working on defining his particular sound. Um, but yeah, Cole and I had a great time talking. This one's a little bit shorter of an episode. Um, he had another call and you know, things happen, uh, but we are going to have him back on the show. So we're going to get, you know, a full length episode, a full hour plus maybe of him. Um, and looking forward to that, but he just dropped a new single that you guys need to check out. That's called ignite. Uh, but first I think you need to hear Cole talk about kind of where all this started for him and his vision of this project and kind of really his career. So let's just dive in to this conversation that I had with Cole Rowland. Um, basically to kick off, we'll start off with that boring ass opening question that everybody asks. Yeah. Who are you and why are we having this talk, man? Okay, Josh. So great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Cole Roland. I am a professional musical artist and producer, and I've been doing, I've been like doing music professionally full time for about three years, but I've built up over the past 12 years. So I made the leap, you know, semi recently, I guess in the, in the yeah. grand scheme of things, but it's been a crazy ride um, because it's been, you know, I've been an independent artist the whole time. Um, it, we live in a time where you can be like fully homegrown and be right. successful and, you know, be your own boss. So it's, it's cool. Um, when it comes to what I do specifically, I came I, up doing a lot of guitar covers, um, you know, playing the, the hardest songs you can think of, like the hard, the, the, the songs to beat on guitar hero is the way that I right. like would describe it to the masses. Um, yeah. and as of recent with, uh, maybe the song that we're going to talk more in depth about today, my latest single Ignite, I have taken on a frontman lead vocal role. And I've been kind of, you know, microdosing my audience with my singing over the past year, building up to this as like, I would say like a summative project, um, you know, yeah. something that I wanted to use to firstly set the pace um, for what I would like to do with my music moving forward. And then also kind of test the waters and see how it's received by my core audience who knows me for something quite different. So, right. Yeah. Very right. exciting, super special release and, uh, happy to be here, man. Fire away with the questions. Awesome. So, I mean, the first thing I want to talk about is kind of, uh, what you already touched on there and that's doing these covers, you know, being a mm -hmm. YouTube, you know, YouTube cover guy, um, you know, obviously that, that was intentional to build some recognition, absolutely to, to test your skills, things like that. What 
I don't think a lot of people understand is the difficulty that goes into that, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you're taking a song that's already popular, like you've done um, Linkin Park, you've done uh, Bruno Mars, like you've taken some very, very obviously well-known songs and then flipped them on their ear and said, you know what, but what if this is how this was written? <laughs> yeah. It it's so a scary move. to do. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so, co- dude, talk about that a little Lincoln bit. Yeah. Park. Yeah. That, yeah cool. You referenced a great one. Um, I think that was my maybe sixth or seventh full production cover with me doing lead vocals. And I did none by Lincoln Park. And I think that was one of the, that's a scary song to attempt. It's a very important song to so many people, especially for our generation. Um, it's a really important song delivery wise to do as a performer. Um, and then again, one of those ones, like I also did sweet child of mine recently as a full production cover, um, with my friend Daria. And I did, a, like I said, I full produced it out and I'm like, man, what can I, modify about this song that makes makes it unique makes people have to come and listen to my version to get a certain vibe but also right. not step on the toes of one of the most iconic songs to ever exist so right you walk a thin line with some of those um but also i would say one of the best things i've learned from it is recreating songs from scratch and literally peeling back all of the production layers and you hear things like uh, my, my girlfriend always jokes that I've like ruined listening to music for her because <laughs> we'll be like driving in the car and I was like, did you hear that ad lib? That's so sick. Or like, did you yeah. hear that like sample that they put in the background? She's like, I can't unhear half the things that you point out now. So yeah. it's it's weird. Um, but yeah, tremendous amount of skill sets learned from covers that have transferred into doing original music. Yeah, and I think, you know, the important thing that I want people that maybe haven't checked you out yet to know is that when we say that you do covers, it's not the high school band literally playing the song the way that it was written. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, we're cover band for Blink-182. Like, okay, I know what to expect. You're for taking sure. and kind of reimagining these songs and saying, you know, that guitar's sick, but what if we did this with it? Right. Yeah, yeah, Josh, you nailed it on the head there. Um, that was the exact word I was going to use. Actually, is reimagined. Um, one recent, I guess, cover that that we put out that I would reference would be "Without You" by the Kid Leroy. And every time I heard mm-hmm. that song, I was like, "Okay, he's got. He has such a unique voice. Like you know, it's him right when you hear it." But I kept hearing just you know a tasteful amount of pop punk influence in his voice. I was like, okay, amazing. Um, I can probably take that and run with it and create a whole full production band track around it. And I, I love the way I, I speak highly of how that cover came out. Cause I feel like really good about that one. It, it worked. It made sense. It wasn't right. one that you were trying to force just because this song is like popping right now, you know? Right. And that, that's something else I wanted to touch on with you. You know, I think it's important to note that obviously some of it is simply because the songs are popular. Yeah. There's a little bit of that, that that's in there for a motivation 100%. But at the same time, I think for you, it's apparent to me anyway, I've been in the industry for almost 18 years now. Yeah. Uh, So like, it's apparent to me that like, there's some passion to this. You've got connection to a lot of these songs too. Mm -hmm. No, 100%. Um, I guess that's another, that's a really interesting way of looking at it. And uh, I was just 
writing about my thoughts about Ignite, like uh, right shortly after the song came out and why it felt so different and special. And that's just talking about an original song, obviously, but this is the first time I'd ever connected with people in a way that felt so special with like a song and lyrics that I had personally written. I get to sing them myself. You know, it's a different type of connection. Even with the covers, looking back on playing guitar, I, f- I feel so comfortable playing guitar. I feel like I could hide behind it all day and be so happy. Right. But right. to step out, even with the covers, now I need to understand the limitations of my voice, just like I had to understand the limitations of my guitar playing in the past. And those will continue to grow as you continue to push your boundaries. But with your voice, I think it's like one of the, one of the most vulnerable things you can pursue as a musician. Um, it's... It's one of those high risk, high reward things uh, is the way I see it. Like I said, I feel so comfortable behind the guitar, but behind the mic. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. different, man. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But yeah. And I, I think, you know, again, for maybe people that aren't super musical inclined themselves that are, you know, quote unquote, just fans or whatever, mm-hmm. like the thing with doing covers and reimagining songs is it, it kind of forces you to grow and evolve your sound and figure out like, you know, I would, I would love to sing like Chester Bennington. I know that I can't sing like Chester sings. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out kind of like what you were saying there. What can I do? You know, I know I can't be him, but how can I kind of pay homage to him, you know, respect him and not fuck up his track and go, Hey, sorry. I put out That's this so, piece of shit, you know? <laughs> That's a really good point, Josh. Um, when you think of an iconic cover that you enjoy more than the original song, what what comes to mind? Wow. Um, it's a, probably a, a lesser known one, but I really, really dig. Bayside did a cover of a song by the Smoking Popes called Megan. Okay. And they're both, you know, punk bands from back in yes. the day. Um, but hands down, I would prefer to listen to Anthony Renari sing it rather than the smoking popes. Interesting, man. That's like kind of, I guess that's kind of the goal when you do a cover. Um, and that's why I try to stray away if we're doing full production stuff, doing it note for note. Cause like people want to hear something different. I feel actually, no, I can't, I can't even say that everyone wants something different, but that's the way I perceive it. Um, I always think of the dis- uh, the sound of silence covered by Disturbed, and yeah. I was like, wow, that is a really well produced and arranged cover. I love the way yeah. they did that. David definitely took that song and made it his. And oh, perfect. I, I I think that's the thing too is like with that cover specifically, and maybe this will tie into you as as we progress as well. But like, it didn't matter when that song came out with Disturbed doing the cover there were people that have never listened to disturb aren't into their music, like have no connection to them whatsoever, but they're still like, Holy shit, that guy can sing. And this is what a cover should be. Yeah, no, 100%. And that's, I, what would, what would you call, what would be the word for that? That's like a benchmark or like the gold standard right? (laughs) for what you would love to achieve. It's, it's so cool. And also too, looking at it from that perspective with bands that are, so like so pre-established already and then to take on something like that it's like it's a pretty ballsy move and uh yeah they did an amazing job yeah and i think it goes back to what we said earlier too where 
obviously if if you're not happy with it when you produce it you're not going to put it out yeah but like there's that level of is this good enough to say like Uh, hey i'm not trying to fuck you over but i think i can contribute and it's it's almost an imposter syndrome right like you can see that feeling of like yes am i doing something good enough to be worthy here (laughs) oh i've been there so many times man as i'm sure you have as well um that's one thing one piece of advice i try to like delicately give up and coming artists or people that like I know are super talented, but haven't ever released something. And like, that's heck it's half the battle to get over that hump to actually put something out and be receptive to feedback. Cause I don't know. I think we, I think we all know a person or two that is like, so, so incredibly talented. And you're like, I want you to share this with people. They just have to get over right. that, get over that hump. Right. Well, it's an interesting thing, especially like in your, your kind of case here where, you've kind of established yourself with covers mm-hmm. reimaginations as I would prefer to call what you do. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, you know, you've got that worry of are the fans of the original going to come at me and say, look, you, Ooh, you ruined this a few, song there's for a me. few bands. Yeah. Few yeah, bands yeah. That have some pretty, um, pretty hard to please fandoms for sure. Yeah. Well, L- Lincoln park is one of them. I mean, they if you're are. a Lincoln park fan, you don't touch their music, you know, that's yeah. just not what you do. Lincoln so you, up there. Yeah. You've got that worry of, are we going to piss off the original fan base? <laughs> and that that's one that you can kind of be like, well, but you know, I was, I was just playing around or whatever. You can kind of deflect that one, but yeah. when it starts becoming your solo work and stuff you've self-written, it gets a lot scarier because now it's oh, like it's so putting scary. a piece of me out there. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so scary, man. Um, I had, um, this is my second. Yeah. Second original single that I put out this year. The first one was called start over with Brandon Soller from Atreyu song lead vocals mm-hmm. on it. And shit, that was even still super scary. You know, I didn't write the vocals for that song. Brandon wrote and sang them, but it was still, very much a 50 50 collaboration on it still nerve-wracking not even close to the level of anxiety i felt before we hit public on ignite and i was just like okay here we go holy crap like yeah is uh is wild however like i mentioned earlier i'm gonna circle back on on calling it high risk high reward because right once i started seeing feedback i i'd already shown friends and family so i had like a, a pretty solid base going into it once i saw feedback from people that have been watching me kind of evolve over the past like six seven years that's when i i got the happy tears so it's like people being like man i remember watching you playing playing guitar to like this cover song like six years ago now look at what you're doing now and yeah i'm such a big fan of reflection so that meant a lot for sure yeah and i I think you know something i i want people to to really take away from what you just said is get your support circle together you know Mm -hmm. your friends and your family the ones that aren't just going to blow you smoke and say, oh, this is the best thing I've ever heard when maybe it's not, you know, you don't mm-hmm. need all the fluff, but yeah, it's, it's great obviously to hear that stuff. But when you've got real friends, like I'm sure you do that are going, yes. man, that's, that's super dope, but maybe you should change this. Maybe the bridge should be here. Yes. So I got something very important to add to that for, for the artists listening that, that right. <laughs> um, yep. You need to have a hard cutoff of when you are not willing to accept feedback anymore. So 
your demo stages and your pre-pro stage and stuff like that all for it hell yeah once it's mastered stop asking for people's opinions because it's too late and it's just gonna make you sad (laughs) yeah (laughs) no speaking from experience but like that's what demos are for that's what pre-pros and stuff are for is for constructive feedback exactly and then once it's mastered and it's all packaged up little bow on top that's when you stop asking for criticism yeah so yeah and you know one of the cool perks of of my job in the the music journalism side and just some of the connections I've made, I've got artists that'll hit me up like, hey, I'm working on this demo. Can you take a listen? Yes. Because I want your input. And it's mm-hmm. like they value it, man. Yeah. And and that's super cool. And you know, when you have a friend that comes to you and like, hey man, I've been working on this and I'm stuck. Can you can you listen to it? Tell me where I'm at, you know, what I need or whatever. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then especially if they come back with dude it's ready what are you waiting for yeah holy shit oh, like let's yes. go yeah <laughs> man that's yes oh i love that do you are you a musician yourself josh i i used to be i haven't played okay. in a long long time but yes i i mean i've been through the whole thing with bands and and doing some singer songwriter type stuff cool. so i i've got that feeling and that you're vibe. a qualified consultant yes absolutely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man yeah that's exactly um when i showed I showed my girlfriend Ignite first. Like she was with me when we got the first cut of the video back and we watched it together. And she's like, this is, this is something like, this is something special. And I had got the same feedback from several friends that I showed it to. And they're like, dude, this is, this is like the best thing you've ever done. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm hearing it from people who it doesn't affect them one way or the other. What happens with this song? Um, They're fully unbiased. So yeah. And they've got your best interest at heart, right? Like, they do. They would tell me. They're it's not. Great. Yeah. They're not going to be like, yeah, Cole, go for it. Man, maybe he shouldn't have done that. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. A, a career in entertainment is so, so volatile. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Well, and, you know, to your point earlier about being able to be so much self produced now with all the technology, you know, you've been doing this for, give or take 12 years. So like yeah. you've seen it evolve into this very much a digital age of, you know, Spotify, Apple, whoever for streaming, um, you know, 12 years ago, you were probably putting stuff on YouTube, SoundCloud. Yeah. Tribute. Um, what's it been like to see that shift and kind of, I think in your case, be prepared for that shift and not have to be like, backpedaling to get in line with people um so i guess maybe to just clarify on the question when you were talking about shifts like maybe shifts in how people are consuming media correct correct yeah i think one of the most recent ones and also one of the most prominent that i've ever seen has been the rise of tiktok like that is it's it's crazy because i remember so many people um how old are you josh i'm 28 i just turned 28 36 okay cool so I'm also getting into that phase where I'm looking to maybe like trim the fat on certain things that I like don't necessarily need. And I was teetering on whether TikTok was important for months and months and months. And it is undeniably very important, (laughs) especially for musicians. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I hate to say it because it's probably where I'm most active, but Instagram, I think has hit its plateau. It's kind of grown stale. The reels and stuff are okay, 
but TikTok, you just sit there and and scroll and scroll and scroll. And like, <laughs> you're you're gonna find shit, you know. Yeah, they nailed it, um, man. Uh, they, yeah. it's it's beautifully. <laughs> depending how you look at it it's it's beautifully engineered to keep you on there um nothing no business or platform whatever grows to that size without its growing pains though like like, dude right think of youtube 15 years ago because it's been because it's been around that long and uh how different it was the like crazy controversies that youtube has gone through coming up to be you know debatably Maybe last I heard the stat was behind Google. YouTube is the most visited site in the world, which is. I wouldn't be surprised. I, it's not surprising, but it's still a crazy stat. Don't fact check me. <laughs> I, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, actually, please do fact check me. Um, but yeah, you don't get to that level without having some skeletons in your closet. You know, there's like some crazy growing pains that platforms go with. And I, I would say YouTube is it's in a weird state right now because of short form content like TikTok. Like I've had to like truly reformulate the way that I do my releases now because right. of that platform. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, you're absolutely right. And the numbers are absolutely insane. Google gets 86.9 billion monthly views. Oh my God. YouTube is number two at 22.8. Whoa. Okay. To even hold a candle to Google though, even (laughs) though they're the same, Google owns YouTube, I believe same parent company. Yeah. Um, but that's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Facebook's behind them than Wikipedia. So like Wikipedia is that high. Uh, 13.6. Dude. That's I wonder if that, um, is the umbrella of like every wiki though. Like if, if that's like every, Sub-wiki. It says wikipedia.org, so probably okay. I would guess that it's probably okay. the, the parent one. Damn, I uh, love nerd facts, man. I love this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, so going forward on Ignite, you know, that just released. Yes. Um, you've been getting some pretty, pretty cool feedback. You know, the mm-hmm. the comment section has been blowing up, things like that. You're getting a good amount of streams on it. What's kind of the vision for you now? Obviously as a creative, the goal eventually is to be a true solo artist, right? Yeah, I would, I would love that. Um, I feel Josh, I'm going to tell it to you straight. I'm too much of a control freak. Um, I got, (laughs) (laughs) I got, I think, I think the solo artist thing is for me. Um, I moving forward because ignite, like I said, at the start of our call, I kind of saw it as a bit of a set the pace slash test the waters. Right. And we've tested the waters and I, I would call it a success. So moving forward, I would love to get into the studio um, with some producers that I really look up to or some producers that are very geared towards what I want to do. I've, I've self-produced pretty much everything up until this point, which is great. But I think I'm at the level now where I want to share ideas. I want to collaborate with someone. I want to learn from them. I want to share knowledge with them. So yeah. I think that that would be a very beneficial thing to do um, to, you know, spark some new inspiration and really hone in on what we want to do. So let's say manifest destiny, right? Yes. What does 2022 look like for you with that? Who who are, let's say your top three on the list that you're like, this is my golden trio here. Oh man, I don't have a top three yet. Um, 
John Feldman is definitely right up there in terms of sound for sure. Right. Um, maybe something similar to that. Um, but I could go, I need to do more research on, on who is going to be the right fit. Um, me and my manager have been kind of talking about it over the past couple of weeks, but when people, I, I, I recently did an interview where they asked me to describe my sound in three words and I was like, it's interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. and the thing that I kept that kept coming to my mind was Disney pop punk, which is like a weird way of looking at it, but it kind of felt right when I listened to the third chorus in ignite and it brings in all like the orchestral stuff. And it's just this like big, big chorus. There's the gang vocals singing, like the chant from the bridge back behind the lead vocal line. It just feels like it feels anthemic. Um, one of the captions that just came so naturally for one of my posts about it is I want you to feel like you're on top of the world. When you hear this song, right. I want you to feel you know, you're, you were feeling, you woke up feeling down or feeling lost this morning and you heard this song and it started to kind of pull you, pull your mood up organically. That's what I was going for. And it did that for me every time I heard it. And I wrote this demo about a year ago and even, even now I still really love the song. So that's something special. Um, I, yeah. And, and based on the comments too, just going through them, I, I think I nailed my, my purpose with the song. Yeah. Uh, so pun intended because I love dad jokes. You want it go. to ignite something inside. I wanted to ignite your fire. Let's go <laughs> from down deep inside you. Let's right. go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So we uh, laughed at that. Like no. it was a straight dad joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, hey, that was so funny, man. <laughs> yeah. like, thanks for the pity. Appreciate it. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for the pain. <laughs> I'm stealing um, that line, man. Stealing that. Go for it, man. Uh, so obviously you've got a ton of stuff you're working on, tons of music. Is your plan through 2022, I guess, you know, obviously you're going to do the research for producers and things, but is the plan to try to release more self stuff versus covers or is it still going um, to be kind of split? a healthy balance? Cause I think with any, transition if i'm trying to do it not super jarringly because the, the the people that i've i've garnered the support of until now are of the utmost importance to me they're a huge reason why i'm able to even create in this way um i'm not about to just like cut the tie abandon ship i'm gonna do something super different now um they're still so so important um they matter and it's nice to feel almost like they have an input so i've been doing you know, some sessions, live production sessions on Twitch. And I've like written a song with my followers or worked on a new cover live with them and had like their live feedback. And it's the coolest thing ever. And Ignite was actually one of those. I I mixed and mastered it. Um, No, sorry. I just mixed it on Twitch. Um, But people were saying, man, I watched you do this whole thing on Twitch. It's the coolest thing to see it come out. Now I feel like I was like part of this process. Like that's, that is awesome. Yeah. So, so awesome. Um, I would assume then plans to continue kind of that side of a healthy balance for sure. The originals are like uh, exponentially more effort as is obvious. And I want them to stand out that way. Like I don't want it to feel um, let's say it covers are down here in terms of like workload and originals are up here. I don't really want that like compression between them. I want one that when the originals come up, there's so much hype bursting from it that you like can't help, but, but click on it. So it's important to have them stand Uh, out for sure. And I think 
kind of the question I want to end on, um, since we're going to be a little tight on time here, dream, we'll do it as a twofold question, dream yes. collab. So Ooh. guest vocal or whoever, uh, but number two, like out of all the covers that you've done or the reimaginations that you've done so far, who's the artist that you would love to actually sit down and listen to it and give you like their, you know, play by play on what oh, you did. Oh man, that's crazy. Oh, okay. I did a cover of dreams by Van Halen. Um, when Eddie Van Halen passed away, I would yeah. love to like be in a room with him. He was like a huge reason why I, I do what I do like massive, yeah. massive reason. Um, a dream collab. I think one that, fingers crossed is attainable someday would be getting Chrissy Costanza from against the current on a song. Mm -hmm. Big fan yeah. of her. Um, and then if it could be absolutely anybody dead or alive, uh, guitar wise, Eddie would be up there a hundred percent. Right. I don't know how I would ever make it work with Chester Bennington's voice, but that would be crazy, crazy, right. crazy. Uh, damn, dude, dude, that's such a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for add, someone that's in, yeah. in the position that you're in, it's it's extremely hard because like you've done these reimaginations and it's like, I know what I would want to do with them, 100%. but how would it work? You know, how do we pay her that up? That's, I, I think that's the, uh, like <laughs> the realistic perspective, like from a songwriting standpoint in me that comes out and I'm like, that'd be so great. Yeah. If you could pick anyone in the world, man, think of it as how difficult it is to go and pick something to watch on Netflix. Sometimes if you give, like right. you literally have unlimited <laughs> options and you have to pick, I'm going to spend more time picking than I actually am going to be spending watching my show now. Um, yeah. It's yeah, that's a, that's a tough question, but I, I stand by my answers. I think that those would be amazing. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I got I another did. one. Pierre from simple plan. I think that's an attainable one that I would love. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be sick. He's such Someday. an incredible vocalist as well. Such a good writer, man. Like, Oh my God. Do you remember um, when they were blowing up on mainstream radio with uh, oh, what was that album? It came out in like 2007. It's self-titled album. Is it the one that had like astronaut on it? Oh, and... Your love is just a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Your love is just a lie. Yeah. Yeah. That song. Yeah. I love that era of simple plan. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be dope. So to tie it off, uh, where can everybody find you? So I'm going to, you know, obviously yeah. link everything, but tell them where they can find you and what to expect. On pretty much every platform at Cole Roland on everything. Um, blue check mark, you know, which one it is. And just my official website is a great place to, to get all the best experience of everything. But my main stuff is YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok right now. So at Cole Roland on everything, guys. Josh, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast know, man. talking to you, man. It. Yeah, of course. And it, it feels great to finally be able to talk about this song. So thank you for giving me right. an outlet to do that. Yeah, absolutely, man. We'll be in touch for sure. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks. And that was my conversation with Cole. Huge, huge shout out to him for taking the time. Uh, like I said earlier, we're going to do a second episode with him. Um, he was kind of tightly booked the day that we talked, um, but he and I have kind of talked about it and definitely want to do a full, you know, hour-ish episode and have that conversation for you guys. Um, so if you've listened to this, leave a comment on the Instagram post 
you can tag him, um, whatever. But drop some questions that maybe you guys want to hear. Uh, I think, you know, something cool with Cole is kind of the fact that he started on YouTube and has done all these uh, covers as everybody else is calling it, but realistically they're reimagined versions of songs. And my point being that, you know, his interaction through the comment section and things like that is something that he loves to do as well as, you know, get these questions directly from listeners and be able to answer or respond to feedback and things like that. Um, I want to throw out a oversight, maybe, um, not really. Basically we had plans to do our annual musicians, uh, for mental health, um, the mental health at the holidays episode of this podcast. Um, but Chris unfortunately got sick. Um, and so we're just waiting for him literally to get his voice back. Uh, he's, you know, had some kind of throat and vocal issues currently. So as soon as that's back, we're planning on doing a two part episode. So what this is going to be is here on the You Make the Scene podcast, you're going to get our annual Mental Health at the Holidays episode. And then the episode that was supposed to go live on December 20th for Musicians for Mental Health uh, unfortunately didn't happen yet. But... That's going to be the second part of the conversation with Chris Diletto. Um, You guys have heard him on the show, I'm sure. And basically, we're going to cover two different topics, but together they're really our focus around mental health at the holidays. Um, You know, we wanted to get it up before Christmas, but unfortunately with the illness and whatnot, uh, it just isn't possible. So we will have those up. We're looking at next week. So musicians for mental health on Monday, the 27th, and then the, you make the scene episode on December 29th. Um, also pay attention to, our Instagram and Facebook this coming Friday, December 24th, Christmas Eve, where I will be making the announcements for the winners of the second annual You Make the Scene Awards. So we've got some really cool um, winners and honestly, a couple that even surprised me. So Uh, Looking forward to this and want you guys to be a part of it. So keep your eyes on Instagram and Facebook for that. As always, I'm going to tag all of Cole's social medias and things like that in the post. So check the description of this podcast. Um, 
be sure you head over, subscribe to his YouTube channel, follow him on whatever streaming platform you guys you know listen to or like, um, and then hit him up on Instagram and TikTok and all that fun stuff. Uh, and then obviously for us, make sure you're following the podcast. Tons of backlog con- content. Um, as well as tons of opportunity coming forward. So be sure you're following. Uh, Spotify also just released for podcasts. You can now give a ranking. So head over, try to be honest, but also um, try to give us, you know, four or five stars, whatever you think is realistic, I guess. Uh, but that is going to play a big, big factor in the future as Spotify is going to start kind of showcasing some of the higher ranked podcasts and that can be leverage. Uh, I don't like to use that word for this, but it can kind of be like a leverage point when I'm trying to book guests and artists to say, look, you know, we're one of the highest rated music interview podcasts or, you know, mental health podcasts, if it's the other side of it. So, um, really would appreciate anyone and everyone giving us those rankings. Um, and again, it'll just help us out long-term. So, That is everything for this week, guys. Um, Be sure that you go check out Cole Rowland, Ignite is the new single. Uh, Give him love, man. Um, Put him on your radar. Like his video, comment on it, all that. Uh, And that's everything, guys. I hope everybody has a safe and happy holidays. Uh, like I said, next week is the plan to get up the mental health at the holidays episode. Um, and yeah, just remember guys, take care of yourselves, take care of each other and you make the scene.